Son, God, the Holy Spirit. If you're listening this with a friend, tell them you're about to get sorted. All right, how are you doing? I, I am doing so well. I am doing so well. Let me tell you something. There's a beautiful thing that happens to me once <laughs> the sun sets, because I am such a night person. I think, I think my body just waits. To see it's night time and then my body figures, ah, now we can work. I think now we can really work. Now we can really concentrate. Oh my gosh. 
this was a YouTube video and it said, if you agree with me, give me a thumbs up. But hey, maybe we'll get there with time. Gosh, I hope you guys are well. I don't know what you guys have been up to. What have you been up to? I've been up to so much. I've been up to so, so much. Because all I'm into is just like rejoicing in the Lord and just, just, you know, just being happy. Because really, sometimes huh, no one is going to choose happiness for you until you do it yourself. Now, the past two Sundays or the past two episodes, I think you've noticed I've been dealing with lies, lies, lies. Lies, the lies that you tell yourselves in your relationships. I'm doing this from a point of love. I'm not trying to do this. Just, I'm not doing this so that I can make someone FBI on their relationships. Okay, let's let's get clear on certain things. You know, sometimes. Some of us listen to such podcasts or, or such teachings and we immediately start suspecting, you know. We join the suspicion board and we're not even getting paid sitting alone. So whatever. No, this is not the point. This really is just to help you open your eyes where your eyes have been previously blinded. All right. Okay, then. So today... As you have seen in the timeline, I just want to give us a beautiful, beautiful piece. I will try and make this short and delicious. However, I'm like, I'm making no promises. Sometimes I, I say, I'm going to make this short and then it ends up to be 40 minutes. So I'm going to try and just do my best and just, you know, give it over to God. And let's hope to learn. I hope we are learning from this. I really Honestly, I hope we are learning from this because the main purpose for this is not entertainment. It's for us to learn. And I always say this with no shame whatsoever. I want to help a sister. I want to help a brother to avoid potholes that I got into. So if you have ears, hear. Those are the words of Jesus. All right, all right, all right. So I'd like us to look at lies that are probably existing in your relationships. So I'm talking to people who are already in relationships here and uh, they're doing well. But you've been in this relationship a while and maybe there are things that have been unsaid. I'm going to mention some of these lies that I think probably are existing in your relationships. Then I'm going to send you out on a homework. What do I want you to do? I want you later to sit down with your partner and ask, by the way, do we need to discuss about these issues? But do we need light on these issues? I'm just checking. Because I think if you're in a relationship and you're of sound mind and of course you love Jesus, you're a believer. And even if you're not, I still pray that Jesus overwhelms you with his love. I think that you're there to be loved and to love. And I don't believe that there's a human being who gets into relationships simply so they can break up. So hey, let's start with the first one. First lie that could probably be existing in your relationship currently is this. We're tighter because we argue daily. Our relationship is healthy. Oh my gosh, our relationship is so healthy. I can't even tell the day we went without arguments. Nah, uh-uh. Because we're that healthy. Now, I like, I like that statement because 
if you look at it on one perspective, it could sound true. And actually, if you don't really dissect it, you could actually be deceived into thinking that if you do not argue with your boyfriend or your girlfriend at least daily, then something is wrong. Because many people have coined this lie to become, you know, without really inspecting this lie, it really sounds like the truth because it's so tricky in there. It sounds like on one end, People are trying to advocate for arguing daily since it shows that you guys are healthy. It shows, listen carefully, that none of you is being fake. I just want to be real in this relationship. That's why we argue because if you do something to me that I don't like, I will tell you. Or if I do something to him that he doesn't like, he's going to tell me. And so you get deceived into this particular lie. The deception of thinking that the two of you are being very real with each other, that's why you argue a lot. But the reason I'm calling this a lie, and I just want you to be very careful about this, be careful about how often you argue, lest the arguments become too much enough to be translated into an unhealthy relationship. So there's a very thin line here, okay? The line is thin because on one end, we don't want to advocate for fakeness in relationships. No, we don't want to advocate that people just remain, you know, unsatisfied and they feel oppressed in the relationship because they cannot talk about it. No, that's not what we're going for. But on the other end, we don't want to make it sound like we're telling people to always argue. So it's a very thin line and you have to know. And I just want to throw this out there because it's a fact. I think the more you get to know each other in this relationship of yours and the more you get to relate and the deeper you fall in love with each other and really if you actually are founded on the right foundation and we all know the right foundation is Jesus and the word of God, I tend to think that your relationship should be inclined less and less on arguing daily and more and more into working together. Because, I mean, how can you be arguing about the same issues that you used to argue about one year ago? Have you not learned? Have you not studied one another? Have you not understood each other's love languages? Which one is it? Because if there's an issue that needs to be fixed, then let it be fixed. Do not glorify the aspect of arguing all the time. Because also arguments border more on the aspect of having lack of self-control. It also borders on the aspect of one of you or both parties here entertaining anger. So you, you may want to have to look at that keenly and see what is the frequency of your arguments because you might be deceiving yourself into thinking that these arguments, these consistent, frequent arguments indicate that we're healthy or maybe they indicate something else. So please check on that. Now, let me ask you, do you also find yourself in your relationship saying, oh, well, you know, he still likes me the same, even though I'm not as keen on my appearance as I was. She still likes me the same way. Even if now I have quite the pot belly and uh, of course I, I don't even press my shirts all the time and I'm not as keen on my appearance as I was before. And as for you, the lady, you tell yourself, no, 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 my husband loves me, my, my boyfriend loves me, my fiancé loves me exactly the way he used to love me. He didn't love my appearance. No, 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 no. Wow. It's, I'm so glad that this is, I'm just recording this privately because um, this is a touchy subject. 
And it's such an endless perspective. And I want you to look at this. I also want you to inspect this one as well. The very first time this person saw you, they saw you. They saw you. Saw. I saw. Saw. They saw you with their eyes. They got attracted. They must have gotten attracted. That's why they wanted to come over to where you are seated or where you are standing or where you were doing whatever it is you were doing and say hi and have a conversation with you. But before the conversation was the seeing. So there must have been something they saw in you. I believe in every relationship, if you ask the two, how did you guys meet? The first thing will be, I saw her. I saw him. So there was that which they saw. Now, there is something that this person who is with you saw in you that stood out in you and not in the other people who probably even looked better than you, taller than you. They're probably taller than you. They, they were probably better dressed than you, than you were, according to your perspective. But there was something that stood out in you. Now, sometimes we tend to lose sight of that. We tend to lose sight of that. And we, we think that, well my best foot forward was only for that day. And I don't think it's fair even in relationships. Because sometimes, and I would like you to test this, go back to this person, you know, don't even talk about it, but why don't you try and look the way you looked like the first time you met them? Actually, this is an exercise. Just go and try it out. Look the same way. And if they don't come to you and tell you, oh my gosh, you made me flash back to the first day I met you. And when this person says these words to you, more often than not, they are probably going to have a smile on their faces because it reminds them of the first time. So why should we want to neglect that? If you used to make a little bit of an effort, why do you want to neglect that? Why? And even if you're not making an effort for somebody, and I tell people, don't make an effort, first of all, for other people because then you don't find value in yourself. Make an effort for yourself. First of all, do you feel good about yourself? Do you like what you're wearing? Does it make you feel good? So why don't we start with you and then we go to the rest? We, do you make appearances for other people? Do you have neglects for yourself to that extent? Because that is a little bit sad. It's a li just, a, just a tad bit sad. Okay. Ha! <sighs> Lie number three that is probably existing in your relationship. We're close. He doesn't mind me going through his phone. She doesn't mind me going through her phone. We're, we're that close, okay? We're, that... we're in love. We don't have secrets. So I can go through his phone at any time. She can go through my phone at any given moment. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I think for me, going through somebody's phone without even asking is equivalent to going to the banks and getting their account details. It's equivalent to just, um, actually it's equivalent to getting into their bodies and knowing how the digestion is happening in this person's body. Now, I know there are couples who work like this. I do know this, but I know one thing as well for sure, that there are points in that relationship where these people start feeling the strain. And I don't think, especially when the two have had an argument, they're very keen on giving their partner their phone. I don't think that happens. Now, 
when we're having this issue, we, we want to look at, do we have healthy boundaries? First of all, I want to ask you, should we have boundaries in a love relationship? Should we have healthy boundaries in a love relationship? Most people obviously will run for the answer. No, there are no boundaries in a healthy love relationship. Uh, well, then, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, I think this is the main reason why we are having so many fights and quarrels in today's couples. I don't know whether going into their phones or barging in unannounced or, you know, getting into their bank account details, their mobile money details, their everything is a symbol of love. I don't think it's a show of love as much as it's a show of insecurity. Yeah. Okay. Did I put that delicately enough for you? You know, just in case it landed too rough on your feet. I'm so sorry. I'm really so sorry. But I'm not sorry. Because you need to know, is it love? Are you acting out of love or are you acting out of insecurity? Because why do you have to always look at his phone? Why do you always have to go through his messages? Why do you always have to go through his call records? Why do you always have to know what who she's been talking to? Why do you always have to talk to everybody she knows? You know, you want to be calling up where she lives. Is she there? Did you see her coming in? Okay. Are there lights in her house? Oh, okay, cool. No, 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 no. I just wanted to know. No, no, don't, don't tell her I was checking up on her. I just wanted to know whether she's safe. Really? You just wanted to know whether she's safe? Or you just wanted to know whether you're safe? Is it her safety you're looking out for? Or is it your safety? You're calling his friends to know whether he's left work already? Oh, hi, has he left work? Oh, okay. No, 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 it's okay. You don't even have to call him. It's okay. I just wanted to know because I'm planning a surprise for him. I just wanted to know whether he's left work because... What? No, 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 no. Check yourself. Check your heart. You're living in a lie and you have abused the boundaries in this relationship. And I don't care how tight you think you are with your boyfriend or with your girlfriend. If this keeps up, it's going to create such a huge wedge between the two of you that you might actually never recover from. You need to check your trust situation. If out of 10, your trust is at a 2, then you need to sort yourself out. Because you're probably your main problem. Okay? Yeah, let's check that out. Alright. Did this other lie? She always forgives. I mean, she'll just be mad for a while and then we'll be back together. He always forgives me. He'll be mad for a while, then we'll be back together. Now, this is probably after a very heated argument and you've, you've already observed the patterns of your partner. So after an argument, you go quiet on each other for a day or two for those people who can really have that kind of stamina. And then you just say hi and, you know, she just says hi back and you know that's it. Can I just, for my sisters, this is for my sisters. Can I just tell you straight up, there are unhealthy relationships that some of you are in right now and your boyfriends know for sure that the second he says hi, he has you right back where he had you in the beginning. And it's not right back where he had you in a position of love, but it's right back where he had you in a position of manipulation. He wants you when he needs you. When he doesn't need you, you check out. 
and you don't check out on your terms, you check out on his terms. This is just for you. This is for a sister who is in an unhealthy relationship. This is for a sister who is in a relationship where they think there are things that are going well where they're not. And some of you deceive yourselves and you tell yourselves, well, we have a way of bouncing back soon after the arguments. But really your way of bouncing back is just a high, an HI and your back. You don't even settle what happened between the two of you. You just, because you, because he said hi, because she said hi. I mean, it's okay. Better the devil you know than the angel you don't know. You tell yourself so many lies and you stack them up together because it's easier that way. Listen, she might be easily forgiving. He might be easily forgiving. And I guarantee you, even the next time you offend them, they will, they will forgive you. The next time you offend them, they will forgive you. But one thing I can't guarantee you for sure is whether the next time you offend them, they'll come back. Because maybe, maybe someone's eyes will be opened to the pattern that is so unhealthy, that is so unnatural that is so manipulative, that is so destructive and toxic. And maybe they'll think to themselves, whoa, <laughs> it's about time. It's about time. I've been living for a while now and I need to go. Girl needs to go. Boy needs to go. Whew. All right, I'm about to get to the fifth point. I just think I, just think I should just do a quick recap for all of you or for probably someone who's just joining in. I wanted to highlight on these five lies. And the first one was, we are tighter because we argue daily. Our relationship is healthy. Are you sure it's healthy? And even if it was healthy at first, has it continued to be healthy? Or is it quickly bordering on the unhealthy side? Number two, she likes me the same way. Even though I'm not as keen on my appearance as I was. And this is also for the opposite. He likes me the same way even if I'm not as keen on my appearance as I was. Remember. First thing that happened between the two of you is you saw each other. Come on now. Even if not for them. How about for you? Number three. No, we're close. They don't mind me going through their phone. It's our thing. We go through each other's phones. And I just wanted to ask you a question. Are you doing this out of love for the person you have? Or is this out of selfish love? You're looking out for your safety. Not the safety of that relationship. So you need to check how secure are you in this relationship. She always forgives. This is number four. She always forgives or he always forgives. They're just mad for a second. We'll be back together in no time. I mean, that's just how we roll. That's just, that's how our relationship is like. That is our relationship. Okay. So don't you think that's bordering too close to the abusive sector? And line number five. This is an interesting one. Because it happens a lot, especially in this in this modern time that we're living in. And the lie is this. She or he is cool with my best friend. She's okay. She's okay. I think, you know, she's okay. My best friend is a girl and she's okay with that. I mean, sometimes I take them both out on lunch dates and we have a good time together. Or for you as a lady, your best friend is a guy and you, you're deceiving yourself that your boyfriend, that your husband is okay with the fact that your best friend is a man. What do you think about people whose best friends are opposite sex and how safe are you? 
if this is you, you're in this relationship. I just want to, I just really, like, I really, I don't want to ask you who is, you know, having your guard up. I want to direct this question straight to your soul, if you can allow me. Straight to your soul. Here I come. How secure are you by the fact that your boyfriend's best friend is a girl? How secure are you by the fact that your husband's best friend is a woman? <laughs> How secure are you by the fact that your girlfriend's best friend is a guy? How secure are you by the fact that your wife's best friend is a man? All right, all right, all right. How secure are you? I mean, I know, I know you've been going out on, on lunch dates, on seminars, on, you know, even going out to church or wherever it is you go to. And you tell people, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. We know, I know, I know his best friend. I know his best friend. She's my friend. Also, sometimes we go shopping together. Um, I'm trying to be subtle here, but uh, I'm just going to ask, who are you deceiving? Who are you deceiving? Because first of all, you're not deceiving me. Let's get that out. So, who are you deceiving? And how how long are you going to be cool with this? How long do you think this is going to play out? It's just a question. So what happens that day when you realize that your boyfriend, that your husband, that your fiancé is more comfortable going to his best friend who's a female about a certain issue they're going through at work or wherever. How will you feel that day when he tells you that, well, I even first of all called X, let's just call his best friend Lady X. I first called Lady X. And we talked for a while, so I'm okay. I'm okay, babe. I'm okay. I mean, at first I wasn't. How does that make you feel? That your boyfriend, your fiancé, your husband went to their female best friend first before you. Don't you think? I just I just want to ask you, just, just real quick. Just I just don't even think so much about this question. Just let it pass you by, okay? But don't you think, don't you think that the female best friend of your boyfriend, fiancé, or husband should be you? Yeah, don't just don't don't answer me. Don't answer me that question because I I oh my it's so it's such a nasty situation. I don't wish this on anybody. I just can we be real to ourselves? Now here's here's how I'm going to conclude this. Okay. I love the fact that you're in a relationship. Gosh, if you found love, oh, it's so beautiful to find love. It is. It is. Honestly, it is beautiful. Being single is beautiful as well. Being single is beautiful. It's blissful, but it's only blissful when you surrender to God so that you don't focus so much on yourself, but you focus so much on God who then focuses on you. And when God focuses on you, my goodness, you become irresistible. But if you found love... And God has okayed and given his permission for you to find love. I just wish that you could just revisit these five points I've given you. Because honestly, honestly, I feel that if you really want to have a healthy relationship, you should not live in deception. I wish you well, like I always do. I do. But above all things... I would hate to hear that my brother or my sister or any person who partakes of the wisdom that comes from God through this podcast, through my voice, is in a deceptive relationship. So please check your relationships. This message 
was going out to all people who are in relationships. And your relationships are working out. That's why you're listening to this message. But please, 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 love yourselves and love each other. And love each other with the love of Christ. Till next time, God bless you and God bless your relationships. Bye, bye, bye.